Can I just go out on a limb? I think you're too comfortable. You know, and I'll tell you for me, for me, I was, uh, I want to make sure that I say this as 100% accurately as I can. Okay. It's like, I got this, you ever slide on a rope and you ever have, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of sliding down on the rope and there's a knot at the end. If you keep sliding, that knot's going to hurt, isn't it? I mean, if you, if you keep sliding and that knot's going between your legs and between mm -hmm. your arms and you're sliding down, and if you keep sliding or if you're sliding fast enough, that knot is going to hurt. I don't care where it hits you, that some bitch is going to hurt. So what I see is, is, is you're hanging down to this rope and you're sliding down and you're not thinking about the knot. So for me, for me in my, in my experience, the way it has worked for me is I would get fat, dumb, and happy, which I'm pretty fat, pretty dumb, and pretty happy most of the time. But nonetheless, I get fat, dumb, and happy, and sales are doing okay. And then all of a sudden, they freaking start to nosedive. And I think about the, the knot that's coming, because the knot is a financial knot to me. It's, it's all finance. It's also all in my head, right? The whole thing begins and ends between your ears, in your head. I find that when I really have to produce, because there's no... There is no greater motivator than being forced to produce or you get thrown out. And I'll tell you, uh, there are several folks on this, on this Zoom call right now that that's the deal. They had a not coming and they had to step up. There's no, no two ways about it that's going to be painful for, for whatever reason. And for the life of me, I've not been able to come up with a, a good enough reason, right? Human beings react to stress and they really have to, I mean, if they're stressed out, if they're really in it, whatever it is, they have, it's like, it's like the biggest motivator. I don't know why it is. It just is. It absolutely just is. Um, you are too comfortable. There's no, there's no real reason you have to make money. Is there? I, I mean, okay, you've got the ego involved, but the real reason, the real thing is your wife does okay. You can, you can do well. You can be okay just doing what you're doing. I'd like, I'd like you to come in and, and, and visit with us. Do some real, real soul searching. Bury your soul, bury your heart, come in, and let's see what's going on. Because you've been, you've been, man, you know I love you, but you've been treading water for months. You're not drowning, but you're not swimming across the, the river either. You're just sitting there staying in the same place, using a lot of energy. And the bad news is I see it in your face. I see it in your body language. Your, conf your confidence is going to hell.
You know, for a long time, it was the excuse, the parents, the in-laws, the, you know, the move, the waiting for that and the, all this. And it became easy. It's an easy excuse. And then you're going back to school. Okay, now you're back to school. Now what? I mean, the reality of it is, you know, do you have, do you have to make hundred grand a year? The question is, do you have to? The truth of it is, there's a lot of people that are freaking making babies on 20 grand a year. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let, let's, let's cut out the bullshit. Reality is, today you don't have to. Today there's no strong, no real motivator telling you have to really even leave the house today. There is nothing out there that's making you do what you say you want to do. And, and understand that the first thing is you've got to, you, you know, it's like an alcoholic. You can't get help until you go, hey, I'm a drunk. Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm an alcoholic, right? You know those meetings? You have to first acknowledge, you have to first acknowledge that there's an issue. You have to acknowledge that you are the issue because honey, it all begins and ends with you. And that's, that's for everybody on this call. That's for everybody that ever listens to this recording, whatever, whatever it is that you do, it begins and ends with you and your freaking imagination and your mind. You know, we're gonna go back to that for a second, and, and this is kind of a, a beautiful time to even talk about this, right? Your mind, what is the purpose of the mind? It's to keep you safe. It's to keep you playing small. It's to keep you in check, right? Most of the time, most of the time, we are either living in the past or we're living in the future. We are not in the present. Because if you're in the present, everything's cool, right? But when you're in the present, you are not anticipating a rent payment. You're not reliving some horror story that happened to you when you were five years old. You're not right? You're here, right here, right now on this call. We are in the moment. We are in, this is called being present. Unless you are allowing the little voice in your head to come commandeer your thoughts, right? But if you are listening, if you're listening and really listening on this call, you are in the present. The beautiful part of in the present is it keeps you out of your imagination, right? What is fear? Fear is imagined or anticipated pain from a future event. You can look it up in the dictionary. Fear, Aaron, you're a researcher. You can look it up. How far off is my, is my definition? Fear is the imagined pain of an anticipated or future event. That's what fear is. 
Now, if you're living your life in fear, are you in the present? The answer, of course, is absolutely not. You're living in the future. Right? Do you guys get that? An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Caused by the belief that something or someone is dangerous and likely to cause pain or a threat. I paraphrase it pretty good. I'll, I'll call that a win. So let's, let's all do an experiment on living in the future. You guys in? You ready? Nod your head. I want to see that. Okay. Raise your hand tomorrow. Can, I want to see you raise your hand tomorrow. You, you can't do it because it's your imagination. Remember the other living in the past is also your imagination. Raise your hand yesterday. Raise your hand tomorrow or raise your hand yesterday. It's impossible. And yet we allow fear to stop us from what we need to do. And it doesn't matter. Every one of us allows that to commandeer us at some point in our lives. Probably the most vivid was when Alex was afraid to hire a guy. And I said, what, do you need 600 bucks? I reached in my pocket. I'll loan you $600. Fuck, I'll give it to you. But understand, when you get that what you are working with is your imagination and all that story going on between your ears. Yeah, but he doesn't know all the shit I've done. He doesn't know all the people I've talked to. He doesn't know, etc., etc., etc. How many times did Thomas Edison prove that it would not function to make a light bulb? 10,000 times? 10,000 times. Fuck, I don't know the number. Let's call it half of that. He stopped after finding it on his 5,000th attempt to make a light bulb. 5,000. 5,000. And I'll guarantee you there's nobody here that has tried something consistently 5,000 times. None of you. Failed and kept going 5,000 thousand times now imagine the world we would live in today if thomas edison said you know fuck it i, tr I talked to five people i tried that experiment 10 times maybe i talked to 50 people maybe i did it a hundred times but he wasn't persistent enough to follow through to completion 